Yo, what's good? It's your boy Jay Souls, beloved entertainment. You're tuning in to the man, the myth, the legend, the people's preacher on the Av Podcast. Yeah. Hey, what's good, family? It's your brother from another mother with the same father. And today is a blessed day. Got an amazing um, interview. Um, it's going to be a good one. God is going to be glorified. So this is the Av podcast so far. We've been giving God glory. We've been getting, we've been telling stories. Um, I keep it as raw as I can because that's all I could do. And so today's uh, scripture of the day is about the Great Commission. And the reason why I picked this is because of my next, I'm not going to call it interviews no more. I'm going to start calling it God Conversations. Because at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's God conversations. We're talking about God and Jesus and souls and evangelism and, you know, discipleship. And um, so the Great Commission comes to mind when I think about this young brother. I mean, he is a street soldier, a street preacher, and he loves the Lord. And um, so the Bible tells us in Matthew 28, verse 16, 17, and 18, 19, 20, so on and so forth. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them and when they saw him they worshipped him but some doubted and Jesus came and said to them all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you and behold I am with you always to the end of the age so that's not only just for the disciples Matthew Mark Luke and John and the rest of the disciples but it is for today God has called us to go to the highways and the byways God has called us to reach the unreachable to teach the unteachable and to love the unlovable and he's given us the Bible says all authority the Bible tells us go out and make disciples of nations, praying for people and, and, and laying hands on the sick and um, casting out demons and all these things God has given us to do. So I pray that you would take this scripture and ask God, what is my part? You know, you don't have to be a preacher to evangelize. You don't have to be a teacher to evangelize. You just have to know God's word. Get the scriptures you need. Get the scriptures that it, talks about repentance and salvation and 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 heaven and hell and 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 sin and all the things the narrow road and the, and, the, and the wide road and tell people that there's a God in heaven who sent his only son to die for you and that and at the end of the day that's what God has called us to do is preach the gospel to all people to all nations to all colors backgrounds races don't let someone distract you from that it doesn't take a gang member to reach a gang member it doesn't take a drug addict to reach a drug addict a businessman to read a businessman it just takes the love of christ if you know your word preach the word preach the word preach the word when is it ever a good time to preach the word always if god puts somebody in front of you tell them about jesus be crazy for jesus be unashamed for jesus let's be bold for god in jesus name Amen. So we're getting ready to get into this next uh, interview. I hope you enjoy it. We're going to have a lot of fun. And uh, let's get it in. Let's get it in. Let's go. I I'm going to do it. We're going to do it.
Okay, got it. Hello. Hey, what's up, my brother? Welcome to the Av Podcast. What's good? How you feeling tonight? Blessed, man. Highly favored. Oh, come on. And, and not only are you blessed, but like you're MC blessed. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So is, is, it, is it raining over there? Uh, yeah, bro. It's uh, pouring out here, man. Ooh, come on. Uh, this is my podcast voice, so it'll change every now and again. It'll sound like I'm trying to be professional, and then I'll go ghetto fabulous. Back and amen. forth, back and forth. But amen, man. Uh, for those that are listening, this is uh, Brother Hector. Um, mm-hmm. He goes by the name of MC Blessed. But go ahead and, um, first of all, thank you. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate you uh, answering the phone, answering the call. Um, go ahead and give us a little bit, of, uh, just a little snippet of who you are, where you live, how long you've been saved, what church you go to. I don't know, just just a little, a little intro of who you are. Amen. Well, my, my, my name is, uh, my full name is Hector Gutierrez. Uh, I go by MC Blessed was a name that the Holy Spirit uh, gave me back in 2007. I used to go by MC Class. Holy Spirit convicted me. Now I'm MC Blessed. Um, I got it from the Bible off of uh, Blessed Are You When They Falsely Accuse You and Persecute You for My Name's Sake. And, uh, and I live in the city of Arlita. I uh, grew up in the city of Sun Valley. Uh, Sun Valley, also Pacoima. Uh, so uh, there's like a lot of work to be done right here in the city. And uh, I've been saved for about 12 years, uh, born and raised in church my whole life. But the whole, but God got a hold of me at the age of 21. Um, they were trying to charge me for home invasion, but the Lord uh, saved my life. So that's, uh, that's just like a little snip of who I am. Oh, bro, come on. When I was, you know, I, I've been meeting a lot of dudes, man, that that uh, got saved when they were 21. And, wow. Um, I got saved when I was 21. Wow. That's crazy, yeah. Um, t- you know, uh, you know what? Take me, take me back. You know, uh, before we get into the, the to the ministry, take me back and give us a little bit of um, a little bit of insight on who Hector was prior to catching that charge. You know, uh, you say you said oh, before we get into that. You said you grew up in church. Amen. Um, I grew up in church pretty much my whole life. You know, and at, at a certain age, I kind of like started making decisions that I knew weren't of God, because I had enough God around me, and I knew of God, but I really didn't have that relationship. So take us back to to that point where you're you're, I don't want to say you're a church kid, but you're in church. And you start to make that that transition into where you start, uh, want to say, living that life in the lifestyle. You know, how, did, how does that look for you? Well, it all started when my mom got hit uh, with anxiety and depression. I was about two years old, and uh, the doctor said that I couldn't speak or talk, and I was going to be mentally challenged. And uh, my mom got hit with anxiety and depression, suicidal thoughts. And uh, one day we're passing by a church, and uh, we've never we never heard the gospel before. My mom just grew up as a Catholic, but never heard the gospel. And one day we're passing by a, a church, and uh, I speak for the first time at the age of two. Ooh. And I t- and, and, and I tell my mom to go into that church where God was there. And my mom freaked out because the doctor told her that I couldn't speak. So 
my dad busted a U-turn. She went into the church, and uh, she got hit with the Holy Spirit. She got filled. So um, my mom started taking, she got converted, and she started taking us to church. Uh, so you could say I walked into church at the age of two, and I started growing up. Uh, my mom, fully 100%, was always at church, so I never really felt the love of a mother. My dad was a drunk, so because I could not get the love of a mother, I started uh, going to the streets, and uh, I... I uh, I caught my first case. Uh, my first uh, case at the age of 12, they charged me for uh, for uh, attempted murder, actually. And uh, the list just goes on and on and on. At the age of 16, pushing weight um, and weapons, and um, the list continues just to go on and on and on. And uh, but I was still in church, mm. and even though I was in sin or I was gang banging or I was doing what I had to do. I knew that God was calling me, and I knew that mm. God was one hundred percent with me. Bro, you, uh, hey, bro, uh, I'm already. Uh, you gonna make me cry, dog? Ooh, yeah, man. I, uh, I don't, I don't get emotional like this, my man. But, uh, wow. Continue, man. Continue. Ooh. And um, I would get a uh, at 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 a young age, man. I would get visions. I would get dreams. And, uh, you know, Joel 2.28 says that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit in all flesh. Sons and daughters, they will prophesy in my name. Your old men, they will dream dreams. And all young people, all young people will have visions. So I believe that because his hand was in my life, mm. um, he was, uh, he, like, he started a good work in me, man, that he was going to finish. But I had no clue, no idea of it. But I knew he was with me. That was the weirdest thing ever, man. Yeah. At, the age of, at the age of 21... Uh, me and my friends, we break into a house, and they pretty much uh, get us right here in Canoga Park, and uh, they find drugs, they find weapons, they find a bunch of stuff on us, and that's a wrap, man. They're going to charge us for home invasion and everything. So at that split moment, all I could hear is my mom's voice saying, wow. go to church, why don't you change? And I broke down, and I cried out to God, and God delivered us, man. God took me out of those cuffs. God took me out of that place. God just delivered me man and i and i told god lord if you change my life around uh i promise you if you if you rescue me from this i promise you i'll change my life around well next thing you know god took me out of there and and the funny thing about it bro is that i didn't even know how to uh, write and read and i just believed what society told me i i just believed what the doctor said that i was mentally challenged but once i started reading the bible i learned how to read i learned how to write bro and man god's just been doing what he has to do in my life, bro. After that, you know. Boy, you're telling stories now. Okay, check this out, dude. You, oh my God. Okay, cool. So let's go back to that place where, when you're two years old. First of all, I want to say there's some similarities here. I was born sick too. I gave my life to to the Lord when I was 21, and I couldn't read that good until I read the Bible. Wow. Man, that's why. <laughs> I'm like, I know this guy. And, not, you know, and you know, chubby brothers, we got to stick together. But anyways. <laughs> but, okay, so one of the things that I always tell everybody, there's, you know, we hear it all the time. You can, re you can, you can believe the report of the Lord or you can believe the report of a doctor. And the doctors, they got their books. And their books, they go through and they see the symptoms. And, and they only know what they're being, they've been taught. Amen. You know, but we have the Bible and the Bible tells us elsewhere. Come on. Amazing that at that that age of two years old, 
how God uses the Bible talks about out of the out the babes, you know, wow. how God uses a two year old kid to change the story, to change the narrative of a family. Well, that is amazing. Uh, I don't know if you know who Phil Wickham is. I heard of the name, brother. Okay, but I so, haven't really studied too much. Uh, so, on Phil, that. so Phil Wickham makes a, a song called. Um, uh, he makes a song, and um, I forgot the title, but the, the line in this song says, "You changed my, you changed my, uh, what did it say? You changed my, uh, dang it, man! It's, I, I say this all the time. You, ch- oh, you, you changed my story, brand new, like the morning. Wow. And God changes stories every day. And as I'm listening to you, bro, I'm emotional right now because I'm thinking like, wow, how God." used you before you could even imagine like so he used a, a little boy who the enemy uh, uh, the devil and everything was against you and God said watch look at what I'm gonna do and then time passes and you know I don't know about you but I, I, I was listening to an Ishan Burgundy uh, um, interview today and he says this like he'd be out there with his homeboys selling dope and doing all these crazy things and they would ask him to pray for them wow. and so it's uh it's i always tell people like some of us have always had this god awareness come on though we haven't really like you know even in my dude i'd be 15 years old smoking dope with a bunch of gangbangers i wasn't a gangbanger and i'm over here telling they're over here telling me all their problems like i'm their psychiatrist and i'm over wow. there y'all need to go to church <laughs> wow but anyways so you're 21 years old, and you catch this case. And um, how, how how many years are they trying to break you off? Is it a life sentence? Is it, wh- how, how does a sentence look? Man, bro, um, it looked like about a about a eight years, brother. Eight years, man, um, in there, man, and because uh, uh, they they were trying to charge us for 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 possession of of weapons, possession of drugs, vandalism, and pretty much like the list goes on and on and on but the only crazy thing about it bro is that uh the person wasn't even inside the house mm. but all the evidence were there that we're trying to to do this thing so the the the, cra- the crazy thing about it bro is that when i broke down man i started crying out uh, i praying to god man that dude supernaturally man drops the charges man and when he drops the charges they just pretty much just pretty much um, one dude take takes takes the heat for everyone, man. One dude takes the heat for everyone, and they all supernaturally let us all go. And it was wow. maybe like about it was about like eight of us, and they supernaturally let us go. And one dude takes the hit the the hit for it, you know. So when when this takes place, man, I I really see the hand of God, man, and I just see how God just supernaturally, man. Um, um, fight my uh, he fought my battle for the first time you know and it it, it it was crazy man it was crazy god god is good god showed up and showed off in your life right man man go uh go with go take me also to that moment you know you're saying that you know the doctors have pretty much written you off basically according to medical whatever they i don't even know the terminology and you open up the bible and what happens you can read the Bible, but before that you couldn't read, right? I couldn't, I couldn't read, brother. No, I couldn't, man. Not and even um, cat in the hat. 
not 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 really counting the hat like that. They uh they would make like uh every month they would meet up with my mom and uh they would uh they would uh test me to see what where my skill was at and everything. And I was approximately uh, at the, the the last time I got tested like that I was like 17 years old um, and they told my mom that I I had the that that I had um, the way of learning off of like a second or a third grader man wow. and that was my and uh, so in other words they just told my mom straight up like your 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 kid is pretty dumb. Um, and they were just straight up telling me he's not going to get a job. You know, he's going to, maybe you should, you know, uh, try to, uh, to get resources, you know, because he's going to be handicapped, you know, and, uh, and, uh, the teachers and everyone, they would look at me and they saw me functioning like the other people. And they're like, man, there's, there's, uh, there's just something different. There's just something different about this, uh, this, uh, this, uh, kid, you know? So I just, Really, man, at that age, man, I was really uh, praying and always asking God, man, to help me, man, that I wanted to learn, I wanted to become someone, I wanted to make it make it in life, you know? Well, it, you are truly uh, the manifestation of the scripture that says God uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. You know, well, one of the things when I think about you at this moment, I'm thinking uh, how God likes to pick men that are un uh, un educated there uh, you know someone once said that god loves to um use those that uh, society has thrown away uh, Amen. god loves to use people like you and me because we can't then we know we can't take credit for what we do Amen. you cannot take credit if you if i was to look at your 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 life right now hector on paper up uh, up until you're 21 i could say there's no way that he can amount to anything. He could do anything for God. Amen. But that's how God do. I always tell people, you see how God do? God will take a nobody and make them somebody. And Come God and, and God will, you know, the Bible talks about, you know, like you look at the twelve disciples. I mean Come on. And none of those those guys is jacked up as they get. But yeah. because God called them, he equipped them. He anointed him, and that's what he's done with you, man. I'm looking at your pictures right here on Instagram, and and I'm thinking like, man, look at how God do. You doing good, man. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, I I I I I'm li I'm I'm just blown away, bro. Like how your your life has as as truly a, a God. It's a, it's a God it's a God story, and how God is not only able to to call people. To preserve people, but he shown he was showing himself real when you was two years old, and that that's crazy, man. That just that little snippet could encourage Amen. so many people. You know, like man, you know, like for for parents that are out there right now and and have kids that that have special needs or autism. I know me and my wife were talking about it the other day. Like she has friends that their kids come out with autism or special needs and. Some people wow. accept it, you know, and some people refuse to accept it. But I tell right. my wife, God's going to use it anyway. God's going to use it oh. anyway, man. Wow. wow. So you gave your life. So at 21 years old, you get God, yeah. re you get rescued. God takes you and you start this, this journey. Um, 
wh how do you, wh wh what is the, what does it look like the first couple years, you know, as you're saved, you know, you know, uh, as, uh, wh what were some important things that you feel like you can share with others that, uh, that helped you in the beginning? Uh, well, well, one of the things, man, that, uh, that, uh, that when I pretty much, uh, started, started the faith, man, um, I, I didn't know Jack, man, about the gospel, about Jesus, or like anything, you know. And uh, there was this powerful man of God. Uh, he, he lives out there in uh, Kansas, Missouri now. But uh, he was like my uh, spiritual father for a couple of years. And this guy started uh, teaching me how to preach the gospel. He would take me to Hollywood and he would give me Bible studies. And he would just tell me, man, just everything you learn, just start. Uh, just start yelling it at people, you know, as, as they by and all that. And I'm like, man, this dude's in my head. I'm like, this dude's a psychopath. The heck, I'm gonna be yelling at people, the Bible. So I started doing that. But the funniest thing happened, man. That yeah, a year, a year, um, the following year, man, in my faith, at, at the at the age of 22, uh, my spiritual father invites me, man, to go see Greg Laurie. Ooh, at the uh, at the Angel Stadium, so we go there, and uh, this is my second year being saved, and I'm sitting there, man. And uh, the craziest thing happened. Yeah, I, sometimes I don't really like to share this, man, because uh, th th there's a lot of people with different doctrines, especially Baptists. They don't believe in this type of stuff, but you know, I I, I humbly say this 100%, man. I'm sitting there, and as I'm sitting there, man, there's this big clock that the Angel Stadium has that it was ticking at that time. It was a big clock that they had there. And I'm looking at this clock because I felt something in my heart told me, man, to look at this clock. So I'm looking at the clock. And when I'm looking at the clock, I I don't know what the heck it was, man, if it was audibly or what it was, man, but it felt so real. I heard a voice, man, that, see, that, that told me, you see that clock? And I'm like, yes. Do you see how it's ticking? Yes. And this voice told me, go tell my people that I am coming back soon. Mm. That, they, that they should repent so when I heard this man I felt the fear of God for the first time come upon me and I started weeping 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 because I knew God came to visit me and I knew I had a mission and I knew God was calling me to go preach the gospel man of mm. Jesus Christ I don't think that's crazy at all bro uh, I know that God see this is one thing about people is I can do this too bro I can put God in a box, and I can say, oh, he would never do that. But God's like a father, and he works with his children all different. I totally can see God doing that in your life, bro. That is oof, that's crazy, man. I don't know what it is, man, but I just feel the Holy Spirit right now, dude. I feel I feel God is here with us. and but um, ooh, um So, uh... Currently, uh, what do you uh, where do you attend? Uh, where do you fellowship? What church do you fellowship with? Um, I'm uh, currently right now, man. Uh, just just real quick, just just wanted to share, man. Yeah, go ahead. So much, uh, so much stuff has happened, bro. Uh, from last year to this year, talk about. There's just been there's just been a lot of changes. There's been a lot of things, man. Um, I was uh, currently, man, uh, pastoring a church called City of Antioch. Back in uh, 2017, I pastored for three years. Um, I had to close it down, man, because financially we weren't there. Um, I had to go back to the main church 
it was a small Pentecostal church called uh, Misionera Antioquia. Uh, they ordained me as an evangelist. They sent me out. Um, uh, me and my wife, we prayed, man, and uh, we, we, we felt led to go help a brand new church plant that's uh, planted right here in the city of North Hills called um, Kingdom Reality of L.A., and uh, that's where me and my wife, we've been planted ever since then. Um, and it, it, it feels weird, man, because, uh, when I was over here, I, uh, disciple youth, man, like for close to eight years, man, close to eight years, I poured into youth, uh, I poured into other people and I, and I did a lot of things. And, uh, now I'm in a new place where I kind of feel like I'm starting all over again, you know? Mm. So it, it, it kind of looks like I'm in a new season. I'm starting all over again. So I'm a part of a, a brand new church plan called Kingdom Reality, man. And uh, we are just trying to to look like the book of Acts, man. Go out there, make disciples, preach the gospel, sell our possessions, give to the poor, uplift the body, get connected Ooh, with other God. Christians. Come on. And uh, we, 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 honestly, man, we're just trying to see Acts 2, and we're, we're trying to see uh, the Zuzu Street revival all over again, man. We just want people to get filled with the Holy Spirit, man, and, and come to repentance and and believe that Jesus Christ is the only way, man. Yeah. And hey man, talk to us a little bit about your family, wife, kids. Uh, how long you've been married? Uh, how old were you when you got married? Man, I was. Man, hopefully, my wife doesn't hear me because she will kill me. Oh, yeah, she won't get I you, was. Bro. Uh, yeah, I was uh, twenty-three. I was twenty-three um, years old when I got married to my wife. We've been married for six years. Amen. Um, a true testimony, man. We we couldn't have kids. We could not have kids, and we even had we even had a miscarriage. And um, we we fasted. We prayed for a boy, and God has a sense of humor, man. He gave me a baby girl. So. Come on, he gave me <laughs> yeah. two. Oh, praise God, brother. Praise My God. I, I I I should call you Philip the Evangelist. He had four married daughters. My God, they were all virgins, and they all prophesied. <laughs> praise God. Wow, that's awesome. And your wife's name? Uh, her name is Jackie. Amen. Wow, that's awesome, bro. Uh, yeah, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, we, you know, we go through different seasons, and um, I, I, I say that you're in a season uh, where God's using you in a different way. You said you were a youth leader for eight years. Yeah, man. I would, uh, I would uh, pour on, I would pour on to the youth, man, for. For uh, eight years, wow. I taught them. I, by the grace of God, man, God used me to give them doctrine. They got fired up. I, I got some old videos that I that I have not posted up on YouTube, but I would take them out to Burbank. I would take them out to different places, and they would go preach the gospel, man. And Dang, and my cool. and my pastor would trip out because he said, "Wow, like you discipled and you equipped these kids, you know." And they were just on fire, man. We had uh, we had girls too that they were on fire for God, man, and and uh, different churches from different places would send me messages uh, saying, "Can you come over here and, and get the youth on fire?" And, and I would humble myself, man, because honestly, it wasn't even me, bro. It was the Holy Spirit through definitely, me. Definitely, definitely. So I, I have to continue to humble myself right now as I tell you this because it could get to my head. You feel me? Oh, for sure. It was all God, bro. It was all God, you know? I'm a legend in my own mind. It don't even worry about that. <laughs> the reason why I asked you, because I was a youth leader for nine years, dude. It's crazy. Wow. 
Wow. Hey, the best nine years of my life, dude. It's crazy, Amen. but cool, man. Amen. It's I'm learning so much about you, man. And you do sound you 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 said, uh, you know, I can tell you're a very humble guy. God is good, been good to you. So, Amen. So we're gonna get into it. Uh, uh, I, man, you, we probably need to we probably you probably need to sit down again, man, and just cut it up more about your life. But so we want to get to know more. Uh, so do you consider yourself to be a rapper or do you consider yourself to be a minister? What, what do you consider yourself to be? I consider myself just to be a simple servant of Jesus Ooh, Christ. Come on, Breach. Oh, you're going to say all the right things. I want you to say something <laughs> wrong, but amen. So uh, do you, uh, so when did, okay, so you say you've been in the church about 12 years? Yeah. And so, I, like, like uh, that he that he that he saved me. It's been twelve years. And but then, I, I personally believe I can't put my finger on it, but I believe that since my birth, man, he started that good work in me. Mm. That he's gonna finish, man. So to be honest with you, it's been evident for twelve years that I have not wanting to go back, and I've I've seen my life change completely mm. than when I was there as a kid or a youth or whatever the case is. But I knew, bro, I knew that I knew that he was walking with me every single step of the way. Wow, man, super. There's a lot of similarities here, bro. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I always, I never, ever, ever, I, I, and I say this humbly because I got to be humble around you. Um, <laughs> I never got evangelized in my entire yeah. life. Nobody wow. ever walked up to me on the street and told me, you know what, Jesus loves you. Uh, you need to repent. I just always had that God awareness, and I knew that God was with me, and I knew that I was messing around, and I knew that I was playing games with God because I knew from the I knew since a kid that God wow. was real, that hell wow. was real, that heaven was wow. real. And even wow. my parents would, my mom would was a drunk, you know. She wow. would, she would send me to, she would have the Baptist church pick me up and me and my sister up every Sunday morning. Wow. And so, we always, she always made sure, she always made sure, you know. But, Amen. So we're gonna get in real quick for the first question. Is you already answered it, but you you go by the name of MC Blessed, Amen. Evangelist. What were some of the nicknames that you? Might have you didn't you didn't choose before the MC blessed because you know when you become a Christian you want everything new and some right, people right. got some funky nicknames. How did you come? Uh, how did you come to the the, the realization like I want to be called MC blessed? Well, when I was pretty much in the world, man, they uh, I, I I I I used to uh, I used to uh, tag tag bang back in the day Ooh, okay and uh and, and i used to write globe and the reason why i used to write globe as like you know globe was because I, I was fat and you know how the globe is round like i was fat <laughs> and you're big I pretty much i, I pretty much uh, knew a lot of people so there's a lot of people inside the globe so that's why i got the name globe that's and, dope, uh, that's dope. <laughs> and uh th that was my that was my writing name but uh, but people uh, used to know me because I used to flow a lot, Chicano rap back in the day. Uh, I I used to go by MC Class, like that boy got class. Okay. But one day at the studio back in 07, man, back in 07, one day on the studio, uh, my my spiritual father said, um, you know what, man, uh, when you come to Christ, all things have to become new. Oh, you know, come on, man. Preach. 
and you have a lot of baggage on that name, MC Class, you know, and 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 I wanted to hold on to the name, and I'm like, man, this dude's just tripping, but I felt conviction by the Holy Spirit that I had to remove that name, and and I'm like, well, what what, what, what name should I get? And I felt like the Holy Spirit reminded me of the scripture, you know, blessed are you when they falsely accuse you. So I'm like, well, I will go as MC blessed because right now I'm going through a lot of persecution at that time, you know, mm, so come on. and and I'm going to continue to go through persecution because of his namesake. And if I'm not going through persecution, low key between me and you, then there's something wrong with my salvation. You know, what I'm saying? Mm. So it's important for us to get the persecution because it's just evidence that we're doing something right and we're truly called by the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Wow. Amen. Amen. That's, that's pretty cool, man. Um, all right. Yeah. Cause I'm always, I'm always intrigued on how people get their nicknames. And a lot of times nicknames really come with a story. You had a story. I've had man. people say, you know, like I got this nickname from my mom or from my, 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 my home, my homie that passed or, you know, I was praying and God showed me this. So, like, I'm very intrigued how people get their names. Amen. So, our, my second question to you is, now, a lot of times I know that um, because most guys rapped in the world and then they came to know Christ and they, 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 they kept on rapping. Was that the, was, that, that was, a, that was your story from when I'm listening. Take um, me back. I, Go ahead. Yeah, my story was, man, that I, I just, just like real quick, man, I, 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 uh, my dad was a famous singer from Tijuana called the Moonlights, and uh, so there was a lot of singing going on in my house. Uh, as a young kid, man, I always loved to sing. Uh, if anyone asks me, I'm more of a singer than a rapper. Ooh, okay. Um, but, you know, singing's just in me, man. You know, it's just something that, you know, I, I come from family of singers, you know? Yeah. So I would just be singing, you know, and um, uh, for the first time I heard Little Rob and and Mr. Sancho and Delinquent Habits, oh, uh, Habits. Okay. Um, in uh, in eighth grade, man, I was about uh, 13 years old. I heard that and I started getting a lot into that and I started rapping at the age of 13, you know. So when I would start rapping, it kind of sounded a little bit crappy, you know, and <laughs> and uh, people would just bag on me. So I started practicing. I started getting better. And uh, but but I came to a realization, man, that my my stronger hit is not rapping. It's more singing than rapping, you know. Okay. So it, it God has called me as a worshiper, man, and it's something that I will most definitely do, man. So when I got saved, man, when I got saved, some guys called uh, some guys called uh, uh, the foot soldiers at the time, man. They took me under their wing, and we just started recording, and we started doing all those things. And I would I would be dropping the hooks, man, for all our hooks and everything, man. So that's pretty much how that that that, that came about, man. I used to rap for the world, but now now I rap for Christ, man. Amen. Amen. Hey, man, that's cool, man. Um, go ahead and um, uh, describe to me, you know, what your writing process looks like. You know, for some, it's they get the beat first, they get the scripture first, they get the words first. Like, how does your uh, how does your writing process look when you're ready to to write a song? How does it well, look for you? Well, well, mine looks a little bit different, bro. It looks a little bit rare. Like, I don't know if you ever even heard of this, but what I do is I, uh, I, I, I'm always either making my own worship songs in my head or my own, my own hooks in my head. But okay. when I start hearing the beats, it's like automatically 
like I have the gift for it or I don't know what the heck it is. But I automatically fit a hook. I, I, I fit the hook into the song already. Okay. So I, I start off with the hook. If the hook sounds crisp, if the beat sounds dope, then then I start then I start writing my flow to it. But uh, that that's just how that's just how I roll. And uh, if, if if you ever hear my album, uh, most of the hooks I'm, I'm that's actually me on the hooks because I I like to listen to to the beat, try to see if I could put a hook on it. Then after the hook, my writing starts. You know, so that's just that's just how I roll. And sometimes I I don't even write my my stuff down. I just have it memorized. Like I don't know, I, I can't memorize anything else. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't memorize, you know, the our anniversary, my my daughter's birthday. But yet, I can't memorize this, you know. And that's that's you know something God is dealing Come on, with. Talk heart, about it. You know? Talk about it. So it's just that's just pretty much how I do it, you know. What did how did we ever remember phone numbers when we were kids, man? I don't know how I did it because nowadays I don't know nobody's phone number. Like if I get lost. <laughs> I'm like nine one one. That's the only number yeah. I know. But man. man, that's cool. That's a, that's cool, man. Um, uh, another question for you is, uh, who are you listening to right now when it comes to Christian hip hop artists? Who's on your Spotify playlist? Like, who who oh. are your top? Uh, you listening well, to? Well, my top five, man. For uh, my my first top right now would be Arise. I don't know if you heard of Arise before. Yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. His his new album is Fuego. Sick, it's dope. It convicts your heart, man. This dude's just straight out, man, like sold out for the gospel. I think this is one of his best albums ever. Uh, my second favorite album would have to be uh, Kanye West, Jesus is King. Come on. Uh, man, you're my Chick fil A or what? Yeah, my Chick fil A. <laughs> Close on Sundays. Yeah. So it, 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 it's it's just like this this album, man, is just like, wow, like it's something different, bro. It's something I have never heard before. And it's just like straight out just blowing my mind, bro. It's just blowing me out the water. Uh, my third favorite album has to be from my boy. I don't know if you ever heard of a Mars Era. No. Uh, he, he used to be a part of Kino Camp back in the day. Okay. They, 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 they worked a lot with uh, Angel from Praise Chapel. Um, uh, they would do a lot of oh, work out oh, there. You say Kino Camp? Kino Camp, yeah. And the name of the guy again? I'm sorry. Uh, Marcera. Oh name yeah, is yeah. My, my bad, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. My bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. He, 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 he just he, he just dropped his uh, album and uh, me and him actually when 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 uh, when when I actually uh, uh, flipped to the Christian side, he really helped me out a lot, man. When I was coming up in in the Christian game, I was actually even a part of uh, Dethrone Kings back in the day. Mm, okay. Because. Uh, I used to work a lot with uh, with, with the Mars, yeah, man. Uh, my fourth, my uh, uh, hold on, we're on three, right? <laughs> we're on three. Hey, it don't matter, man. It's it, I, I, it's it, 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 I'm just want to know who you who you listening to. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, and and and, and uh, you know what? It's uh, uh, Brian Trejo, you know, or Kingdom Music, um, Hog Mob Seven, you know. St I'm listening to like Deep Brothers, man, that are really preaching the gospel. Uh, call me old-fashioned, man. Call me conservative, but I don't really like to listen to a whole lot of secular music, man. So, no, no. Hey, man, I, I call, I'll, call you, know, so. I'll call you right. <laughs> yeah, that you know, hey, it's for, it's crazy because I had B Flow on uh, last week, and then um, yeah. I had B Flow, and then about a month and a half ago, 
at our church we had a worship uh, Q&A with the worship leaders wow. and so the, the big thing was what people don't realize is we were designed as worshipers so we mm-hmm. can't get away from that you're going to worship regardless and so we worship what we give our time to we worship what our passions are we worship what our attention goes to and people don't realize like whatever you put your your your, your time to you're gonna it's gonna get in you and if you're if you're a christian you have to be very careful like movies uh conversations uh music because it goes in man and it's hard to get out sometimes so no no i i feel you i don't see that as old-fashioned i see that as being wise like we don't listen to no secular music in my house unless it's like that bubblegum pop pop stuff like i don't know if you ever (laughs) heard of that joe jojo siwa girl uh, for 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 uh, so something for for the little kids, bro. Yeah, she's talking about she. I'm I'm coming back like a boomerang. But anyways, <laughs> uh, but you know, no, it, it, that, it, I I feel like that's uh that's uh definitely a smart move to make, especially you got your kids around, you got your nephews and nieces, then and they got to see something different in us. You know, we may yeah. look the same kind of, but they got to see like, oh, you know, my uncle, that's my cousin, that's my uncle, that's my my wife's uh, husband, like. Well, you got to show these kids people different, you know. Yeah, be alike. Amen, yeah, man. We're listening to, 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 you know, bow down when you come to my town. You know, ain't nothing but a G thing. You know, say, yeah. shorty want to be a thug. Yeah. But, amen. Next question for yeah. you would be, uh, top five artists, dead or alive, what are your top five artists, dead or alive? Christian hip-hop, secular, you know, top five of all time. Uh, top five of all time, man. Well, I would pretty much say now, now it's all Christian. Okay. Um, it would have to be uh, Dre, Dre Murray. Ooh, okay. Um, it would have to be Braille. Um, it would have to be now Arise. Um, uh, pretty much uh, this dude called uh, Ah Thomas. Hmm. And uh, and I, I would pretty much say um. Uh, it would have to be a Brian T. A Brian T. Okay. You know what's crazy is, um, uh, when it comes to Christian hip hop, this is a little off the subject from this question, but um, do you um do you accept or reject the Christian hip hop title? Uh, I would pretty much. Uh, I'm pretty much kind of like uh flexible with it. So like, if people, you know, like some artists. You know, and I'm just gonna straight out say it, man. Some artists that have sold, that have gone somewhere else, man. Um, they, they say I'm not a Christian rapper. I am. I am just. I am just a rapper that it is Christian. Mm, okay. Um, I I personally think you know Acts 11:26 says, and for the first time they will call Christians. So Christian is not like a. It's it, it's not it's not a name. It's your identity. It's a lifestyle. Ooh, you know? Come on. So Talk about that one. I forgot. I got a preacher on my hand. My yeah. So I would pretty much say, man, it's uh, when people uh, ask you, you know, it's uh, Christian comes with the full package. So if it makes me a Christian rapper, then it makes me a Christian rapper, you know. But I'm I'm pretty much a little bit flexible, you know. If people want to say, well, I am a rapper that is a Christian. All right, cool. I respect that, you know. But if people ask me, I I am a Christian minister. I am a Christian rapper. I am a Christian everything. It means to be a follower of Christ. Amen. Come on, come on, come on. Awesome, awesome. Um, another question for you tonight would be, um, 
What are some of your hip hop? Uh, your, you know what? Let, let's change it up. If there's one thing that you feel that, as Christian hip hop artists, you could change or or they could do better, what would it be? It would be man to be more open to what's hitting right now. Like let's say uh, uh, what's revolutionizing everything right now, man, is a trap. Believe it or not, and I'm not talking about the stupid trap where they they say no words. It kind of sounds like they're speaking in tongues. No, I'm not talking mumble about rap. that. <laughs> yeah, mumble rap. I'm not talking about that. But uh, the, the the type of trap that I'm speaking about is that where they're giving their story, or they are are uh, talking about something positive, like in the aspect where they're putting songs where they're understandable. You could vibe to them and you could get blessed by them. And I would say the one that's hitting hard right now, man, would be Spanish trap. That's why mm. I, I give. That's why I give big, 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 uh, big shout out to Arise because he's like literally not trying to be like the world because he is a Christian, but he's using he's using the tools that God Himself, God Himself, gave uh, gave man uh, the intelligence to start doing trap, right? Because it technically speaking, it belongs to God. So Arise is using that tool, man, to to to, to bring span uh, Spanish rap, uh, Spanish trap. To the people so if there if, if there could be anything man that we could change and be better at i would say man let's 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 try something new let's give it a shot you know and if you if you speak spanish uh why not you know it's for the gospel and it's to draw more people to salvation oh come on um would you consider uh you know like i tell people like within hip-hop there's always genres within genres you know um with Christian hip hop, I see genre within a genre. You know, there's those that are like very like you got the Ishan Burgundies, right. you got the Sevens, totally different. Then you got the uh, you got the Lecrae's, you got the Triplees, you got the Gospel Gangsters, you got the Priesthoods, you got the Swoops, you got the uh, you you know you got the uh, like you said Drew Drew Murray. What do you consider yourself when it comes to? I know we don't always like the labels. But what yeah. do you consider yourself like? What is your genre? Like, I know you're a Christian hip hop artist, you're a minister, but what do you consider yourself like when it comes to genre? Like, are you, you know? Well, um, if if uh, and my, my 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 new album that uh, dropped um, called Forever uh, is full of different types of uh, different type of sound. It just doesn't sound like one sound. It has a Spanish trap. It has a reggae hip hop. It has a, a little bit of jazz. It has a little bit of pop. It has like a, wow. a, it has a little bit of different things. So when people listen to it, they're blown out the water because they're like, wow, like, like, like almost every song sounds different. It doesn't sound the same. Uh, but uh, back in the day, man, I was very inspired by Mariz Yahoo. He would do a. Uh, he was this Jewish uh, rapper from New York, and he would do a lot of uh, a reggae hip-hop. And I mm. used to listen to it a lot. He was a secular rapper, by the way. But uh, I would love to listen to it a lot because he would quote the Torah, the Bible, the, the Old Testament. And he would uh, do nothing but Psalms, and which was the gospel pretty much because it goes back to Jesus, you know? Yeah. So um, uh, back in the day, man, maybe what, like four or five years ago, uh, when I was doing Christian hip hop, they would categ uh, they would put me into oh Mahdi Yahoo or something. 
but now it's like but now it's like I feel like God is doing something new so I kind of feel like I don't fit with with nobody you know like I'm just me and I'm doing something different Mm, I I like that I like that I guess uh, you would have to listen to my album so you could be like oh okay this dude is a part of this family or something you know so like that I don't know no man I I feel you man I like that um yeah man uh yeah man we so we talked a lot about uh Christian hip hop we know who you like what you're into your influences if say for instance a kid walks into your church and he tells you Hey, uh, hey, brother Hector, man, I, I want to be a, a, a rapper. I want to rap for Jesus, man. I want to, I want to give my gifts unto the Lord. I want to serve my community. What's some, what are some, what, what advice could you give to a new convert who desires to do hip hop for Jesus? I would, I would pretty much advise them to uh, start practicing, start writing. If he's already good at it or he's doing it, I would say do do it unto God. But I would pretty much say, man, um, before you could uh, get a platform or before you could go out there and minister with hip hop or anything, I would say um, uh, um, sit under the pastor, man, serve in church, and uh, just try your best to do what the Bible's asking you to do. You know, that's that would be my best advice from from me to him. You know. No, 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 definitely. Amen. I, I tell people all the time, you know, like um, the gifts and the talents God gives you, you know, they're not going to go nowhere. The Bible says, you know, gifts are without repentance. God doesn't take nothing from us. Amen. But when I tell people when, when people first come to the Lord, I have I, it's like my heart goes out to the new believer, especially when Amen. they don't know nothing from nothing. Amen. They just know a hey, God's in my God came into my life. I'm living this new life. I'm experiencing these new things. I'm reading the Bible. I'm praying. God's using me at church, at work, whatever. And they want to do ministry. And I know this is probably the worst person to quote, but Snoop said this, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. And I tell everybody, there's a cost in everything you do for God. You know, especially ministry. Like people think rap is, you know, someone said, I ain't no rapper. I'm a minister. So I got to, you know what I'm saying? I'm not up. I'm not up there trying to just to entertain people. I'm up there using my gift to minister, and so a lot of people don't understand. No matter what you want to do for God, there there's that season you said. Well, you didn't say yeah, season, but we 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 get it. The season is sitting under someone, you know, like you. You got ministered. You got discipled, and I think a lot of people they don't understand that there's a there's a uh, it's very important. That before you get that platform, like you said, that you get discipled, that you come under somebody, that you learn your word, because the minute you step into that 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 arena of ministry, the enemy is not going to sit there and allow you to do what you do. Yeah, man. And so you 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 can be a testament of that. That when the more you do for God, the enemy's going to come against you. The world's going to come against you. The old man's going to try to creep. You know. People are going to persecute you. It, it isn't a walk in the park. It, ministry ain't no joke. The warfare behind ministry ain't no joke. And people don't, I don't think people realize that. I think a lot of times what happens with, you know, and, 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 I'll, and I'm never, I'm not, I haven't pastored a church. So you can probably testify to this more. When a new person comes in, you're like, hey amen. Somebody's got, like, okay, when I was a youth leader, a kid would come in and, and I play the drums. You want to throw that kid up on the stage to play the drums. 
Because yeah, you man. ain't got no drummer. But you got to right. understand, like, he ain't ready for that. Right. You know, so, amen. Yeah, That's, that was some good good some good wisdom. Amen. And and, 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 in, and in closing, before, we're going to probably close ten times before we actually close. But, um, <laughs> so you said you had an album. Um, and when did your album drop? And are we going to get anything soon? Yeah. Uh, my album dropped, I believe, maybe like a month or two ago. Okay. It's uh, it's uh, called Forever. Uh, it's in uh, it's in uh, Spotify and it's on iTunes. It's also on YouTube, and uh, it's an album that I dedicated to my daughter. And uh, the cover has like a like an astronaut. Uh, the astronaut represents not of this world. Okay. And um. Also, the, the astronaut represents that this is not my home. Uh, we will be going home soon, you know, uh, when we go to with uh, Jesus Christ. I'm um, currently right now, man, looking at some beats, and uh, maybe I will go back to the guys that uh, that uh, helped me that I'm also working with. Uh, they're called Strangers Lab. They do a lot of uh, Spanish uh, trap, that type of stuff. And I'm speaking to them currently right now, man, to, to work on another project. So... Uh, th- there's gonna be something soon coming out, man. Amen. Amen. And so, where can people get a hold of you uh, if they want to book you or they want to check out your music? Uh, um, uh, they can they, they they could just find me on Facebook, Instagram. On Facebook, I'm under uh, uh, H- Hector uh, Evangelista or Evangelist Gutierrez. Um, also, if they type in MC Bless, they'll also see me on Facebook. And on Instagram, I'm under MC Bless uh, Evangelista, and uh, they could just find me there, man, and uh, send me an inbox, a message, or whatever the case is, and I will be open, man, to go serve or minister wherever they want me to, even if it's just five people, even if it's no people, man, I'm I'm willing to still go, amen. Amen, go ahead and give us a a shout-out, the name of the church you're attending, your services, and where where it's located. Um, my uh, my church is uh, located right here in the city in the city of uh, Mission Hills. Uh, we're inside a high school actually. It's called Monroe High School. You guys could just Google it. <laughs> I don't know the address. All right. But uh, uh, we have a Sunday service. Uh, they're from uh, 10:30 to 1:30 every Sunday, from uh, 10:30 a.m. to uh, 1:30 p.m. Uh, we also have home groups um, in the city of Reseda and in the city of Mission Hills. We have home groups uh, Wednesdays. We have it in Mission Hills. And on Thursdays, we have it in the city of Reseda. Anybody listening, can you just give me an inbox and I'll give you more information. On it. Amen. So... I know you're a preacher, I know you're a singer, I know you're a rapper, I know you're a minister, you're a, you're a jack, a, a jack of all trades, amen, master of one, or a nun, how they say it, uh, so the, the question, the, the, the way I like to end most of the podcast is this way, you know, imagine if you had to write the last song, preach the last message, what would it sound like and what would you say? It, 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 I'm like, isn't that the same question, man? They, they they told Johnny Cash, if you would be dying, what would be the last song you would write? I was just like, Amen. Just, Johnny Cash, Hector, MC Bless. Because yeah. you know what? I tell people, like, 
you know, like sometimes God will tell you, you know, God will give you a couple minutes with somebody and you'll never see them again. You know, so for you, it's like, hey, man, what would, what would be the last thing you say before you die to a, to, to a bunch of non-believers or believers or moms or, or uncles or aunts? Or, I mean, what would be that final message that you say that you would be known for? Man, I would pretty much just say, man, that that uh, Jesus Christ is coming back soon and uh, we should seek him while he can still be found. And uh, I would just say that he's rich in mercy and it doesn't matter what what you did or what you're going through right now. Just know that he loves you and he's the father that will never fail you. So if I could just put all that in a song, man, I would 100% definitely do it, man. Amen. Well, that's another uh, another amazing. I don't know what it was, bro, but I knew before I called you it was gonna be special. And Amen. Uh, from the beginning, I was like, "OMG, this dude has got an amazing story." Um, I don't know, man. I think you might. I tell some people, some people you need to write a book. Some people you just need to read a book. Um, I think maybe one day you need to write a book because the story that you have told me, just a little snippet. It's very encouraging. It, it reassures that God is not done with us. God is still saving. He's still healing. He's still doing. God is is not done. And Amen. your story looked like you were done from the get go. Amen. And then and then somewhere down the line, it it seemed like okay, oh you really done. And then wow. God says, uh, no, I ain't done with this guy yet. And so, it's a super encouragement that uh, what God has done in your life. What God is doing, um, how God is uh, just taking you from glory to glory, and and I'm I'm so blessed, man. I'm so blessed that I can be with MC Blessed tonight. And for those that are uh, listening, uh, this brother's story hopefully it encouraged you tonight. It's a God story. It's how God is able to how He calls us, how He's able to preserve us, how He's able to keep us. And uh, this brother right here is a testament to that. And um. So I just want to thank you once again, brother, for taking time to, to conversate with me. It was a blessing, and I just pray the best for you. I, I pray for your family, man, and uh, that God will continue to use you in a mighty way, man. Amen. Thank you so much, brother. And uh, I just want to say one last thing, man. I, 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 I am not 100% a prophet, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, I know 100%, man, God has called you to, to pastor. And uh, I know, I know. Sooner than soon, man, you will see that get fulfilled. And uh, if if you say you don't want it, then you really know you're called because the prophets in the Old Testament they didn't want to prophesy for God, man. But it's just evident, man, that God has called you for a time like this. And I would just encourage you, man, uh, when the time comes, man, fulfill it, man. For there's a lot of people depending, man, on a spiritual father to uplift them, encourage them, and take them to the promised land, man. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, man. I received that. I'm going to tell you the truth, man. Um, about a week ago, uh, two weeks ago, I had a conversation with somebody and they're like, man, how come you haven't, how come you haven't started pastoring yet? And I said, well, maybe I'm not called a pastor. You know, maybe I'm just called to be a preacher. And that was a couple weeks ago, man. And, and so, man, I received that, bro. I appreciate your words. And um, thank you, man, for your time. And um, as I always say on the podcast, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. Amen. <laughs> and I'm hungry, so I got Amen. to go. But uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate you. And until uh, next time, God bless you.
Amen. God bless you, brother. Bye. Bye. Amen. Another amazing, amazing interview uh, with my brother Hector, MC Blessed. Man, the whole time I'm talking to this guy, uh, I could just sense the Holy Spirit. I could just sense this sense. This man is a very humble, loving dude, man, and God's doing a, a special work in his life. You know, there's a lot of. Um, People that I've asked to be on the podcast, and I got this list that I wrote down of like 40 names. And it's weird because God, for some reason, He's not letting me go through the list. And when I start seeing people on Instagram, God's like, He's next, she's next, He's next. And tonight was definitely one of those God moments, God conversations. Check out my brother MC Blessed, Evangelist. You can catch him on Instagram. You can catch him on Facebook. Um, his new album, I'm going to check it out. I, I never listened to his music before. I'm going to be real. But I'm going to check it out tonight. Um, I just uh, want to say thank you for everybody's support. Let's continue to preach the gospel. Take every opportunity you can to share the love of Christ. To pray for someone. To encourage somebody. Remember, you're the only Bible people may ever read. And you're the only sermon people will ever hear. And you're the only Jesus people may only see. So let's represent Christ the way he wants us to. Let us be uh, caring, loving, understanding. Don't be so judgmental. Uh, don't jump to conclusions. You don't understand people are hurting out there. And uh, they might re react opposite of what we expect. But uh, love people. Love God. And like I always say. And everything you do, give God glory. Tonight is a good night. Uh, just want to say I love everybody who's listening. Uh, keep up what you're doing for the Lord. And um, keep us in prayer at the podcast that God continues to bring me good men and good women to interview. Uh, my wife's going to be getting interviewed in a couple weeks. So that should be awesome. I got some women that I want to interview. I really haven't asked too many girls on the podcast. But amen.